Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast that presses all the buttons randomly, but still manages to get a fatality. <laughs> is, that, is that like a Street Fighter reference? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I never knew how to play, so like when I'd play with my brother or whatever, I would just like mash all the buttons. And every now and then I'd win and he'd get so mad because he knew what to do. And I was just jumping and kicking and doing that dumb, like you get on the ground and spin your leg. Chun-Li. I don't know. Yeah. Well, who's the hot dude in Mortal Kombat that I was into? Like Johnny Blue Blue Cage. Johnny Cage. Is that him? <laughs> you sound a lot like the the Mortal Kombat voice. Finish him. There yeah. Wow, that's scary. I almost wanted to You should ask me to do more spontaneous impressions just to uh, see what happens. Um, oh yeah. Uh I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between <laughs> sexuality and actuality. I'm Mike Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a live <laughs> Dude. shut up shut up <laughs> i'm mike johnson i'm guy Getz. and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality <laughs> um yeah so uh mike- today we're going to talk about blood <laughs> surprisingly this is not our hiv episode right but we're still going to talk about blood yeah i mean like they're kind of inextricable from each other but we'll yeah there's there's more to do with blood that you wouldn't know that has to do like gay people have to think about Mm -hmm. other than hiv Mm -hmm. but before that happy pride mike happy pride to you we're recording the oh cheers cheersing oh rose on my computer that's fine <laughs> it's not the first time this has happened before. The we just cheersed and people if they wanted to see us cheers, we've got a new outlet. People mm. can go onto YouTube and they can see us. Uh we we have started posting what we're calling gayish bathwater. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the shit that we threw out for the regular episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, you know, we thought maybe people would be interested to see like what a f- actual recording like session looks like. You can see my rainbow Seahawks oh, shirt yeah. for pride. You can see my generic blue shirt. Oh no, I should like make entice people to go listen to this. So like, look at the interesting thing on my shirt. Kyle's not wearing a shirt and he has six nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Are we telling the truth? Are we joking? You'll have to check it out. Yeah, there's only one way to tell. Yeah, so we'll we uh, post a link on the Facebook group. So if you want to check out the last Gay Pride uh, the full version, including all the stuff that I cut out, then go ahead and do that. And also, I'll point out in the comments of the YouTube video that I posted is like uh, the timestamps for exactly where you can find this, the stuff that was cut out. So you don't have to listen to the whole thing if you don't want to. You can just jump to those. Uh, those are the big sections that I cut out. Yeah. Yeah. So check out the gayish bathwater. And speaking of big sections you cut out, uh, <laughs> where are you going with this? I don't. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. We also just started. You might have heard this last week. Uh, gayish shrinkage. Yeah. Which is what we're tentatively calling our mini episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we don't always have content for a full hour. Um. But we want to talk about things, and sometimes they're relevant to what's happening right now. So we want to get out quickly. So we thought this was a new way to get interesting content even if it's not you know a full episode's worth out to everyone so you know we're just coming at you left and right 
Yeah, and it's like it's like a it's like a miniature cupcake. You know, when when you just want a bite, it's like a cake pop. Yeah, it's a cake pop for your soul. Yeah, if you have enough of them, it's a whole cake. But <laughs> that's always what happens when I get like <laughs> bite-sized versions of things in a box that like, you know, six individually wrapped and like, nope, th- that's going to be one thing that I mash together <laughs> and then eat all of. Great. So <laughs> So, you know, new 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 shit coming at at your ear holes. You know, we are a m- gayish media conglomerate. You know, content generation machine yeah we're like russians <laughs> should we make emails no <laughs> no because we're generating content oh fake news we do make a lot of fake news <laughs> we make up a lot of things speaking of coming up with a lot of fake things yeah correction from the uh gay pride episode okay um, so you mentioned Friends of Dorothy, mm-hmm. which is another way to s- refer to a gay person. Mm-hmm. And y- I was wrong. So <laughs> so you're right. There, there, no one Wait, knows. what? What was that? I f- forget. No, I, Shrinkage? I, no, I want, you to, I want you to say I was wrong again. No, I know. <laughs> and I don't want to. <laughs> what I read afterwards about the phrase Friends of Dorothy is that you're right. There, there are a couple theories. So it's not a definitive answer. One of the theories is what you said. It's from Judy Garland. She played Dorothy in Wizard of Oz. Uh, that's the most likely place it came from. There's another theory about there is like a book that came. It's the other theory is still from the Wizard of Oz. What? You're la- why are you laughing at me? Because your explanation of like there was there was someone named Dorothy and everyone was friends with her. Oh, okay. Like... So on the Wikipedia page about this. So I was not the only one fooled by this. The Naval Investigative Service was investigating homosexuality in Chicago in the 1980s. And they heard this phrase, friends of Dorothy, and they misunderstood this they thought that there was a woman named dorothy that all the gays were friends with so they launched this search for dorothy we must find her we have to find dorothy and hopefully she'll give up the names of all the gay people she's friends with but she just the the navy just or the navy investigating services just misunderstood this thing and then i'm pretty sure i read that theory once and but this was you know probably 10 years ago at this point so by by now that that's been like oh that's not true was it maybe an ncis episode (laughs) it should have been (laughs) i would have watched that one anyway uh that's a correction i feel like there's more corrections i think that's the only thing we got wrong Batting a almost thousand. Batting a nine hundred. <laughs> Just R and R B R B in those eyes. Baseball. Okay, so is there anything else we want to talk about? We we did want to talk about um mm. this this football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh do you remember his name? Nope. That's the sad thing, right? Yep. I, I... It's been in the news. We both read articles about him, and his name is Football McGaybones. Um, former Patriots player contemplated suicide before coming out as gay. Uh, he, uh, no one is going to assume, quote, no one is going to assume the big football player is gay. Former Patriots player football McGay bones. <laughs> <laughs> According to famous news source. <laughs> uh, no, Ryan O'Callaghan. Okay. That's his name. And yeah, there was so much, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be joking about this one because it, 
it's it's this guy that his plan in his mind the whole time was I'm going to play football because that's going to be my beard. Uh, no one would suspect, like you said, a, a you know big old football player that they're gay. But I'm going to throw something out there. A beard, for anybody out there who doesn't know, a beard is someone, usually we're talking about a gay man and then a woman, mm-hmm. who provides cover that that person is actually straight, even though they're not. So, like, Grace was Will's beard, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... When, when you say beard, you're yeah. just like, this is the thing to cover up the fact that I'm gay. I just assumed that if it was on an episode of Seinfeld, then everyone knows about it. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. That's my barometer for fam- famosity. There's lots of young kids now that just have no idea who Seinfeld is. And thank God, because it was awful. Not a Seinfeld fan. Sorry. I don't know. Okay. You, but your beard is an actual beard. My beard is weird, but <laughs> it's not hiding anything gay. <laughs> That is not true. <laughs> I look way younger without my beard. Yeah. Which I, that, <laughs> you're still thinking about that 10-inch dick, aren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got most of a Subway sandwich on the mind. Let's go. Uh, let's, let's, <laughs> suicidal football player. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so he was using football as his beard and the entire time his plan was I'm going to play football and then I'm going to kill myself. Like that was just, it, it it was crazy to me in the articles that I read about him. It was just matter of fact. That's just what I'm going to do. No one could possibly accept me. So I'm going to play football to, to hide the fact that I'm gay. And then when that stops working, then I'm going to kill myself. Yep. And, um, you know, he got injured uh, a couple times while he was playing football. He kind of pushed people away because that's one of the parts of the process of committing suicide is, is not wanting to be connected to anyone anymore. Uh, they, thinking that that will make it hurt less if you're less connected to your friends and family. Yeah. Um, but then that turned around. Yeah. Um, should I keep going or did you want to yeah, talk? Yeah, no, no, okay. go, go for um, it. Go and, for it. I mean, you're like... I was really surprised, not that surprised, but like when I, um, it was actually Murph that sent me a link to this like hours after it came out because he thought it would be interesting to talk about. And I was like, oh, at, at first, just just reading the headline and nothing else, I was, I was like, well, we still don't have any active NFL out players and right. this doesn't change that. So at first right. I was disappointed that this doesn't change that. Yeah. But... It, I mean, it's an amazing story and 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 really compelling. And but I I didn't expect you to like run with it. Like you mm. you kind of like you had this a little bit obsessed look. Like this this really spoke to you. Yeah. This I when I first I first read it and you were like watching me when I read it. You were like, oh, like look at this. I think we I want to talk about this. And I started reading. It was like at, like absolutely hundred percent. And then oh god, I read it. Oh, I um I read it again, and I started crying when I was reading it. Hmm. And I feel like I'm gonna cry now, and I feel really weird about that. Oh. Well, so at at the risk of like making it worse or whatever, do you do you know why? Is it because you identify? Is it because you recognize the tragedy of it all, and that's overwhelming? Is I, it? It was interesting. I actually started to cry at the more happy part. So like. The article I was reading was kind of building up to this, like, 
you know, I was mentioning he, he pushed people away. He was making this plan that th this is just what I'm going to do. And, and, and this is my life. And then he went to, I think, meet with a psychiatrist or a counselor or some kind of mental health person counseling. Yeah. Um, and, and it, because of all of these injuries that he had had, the counseling was actually for painkiller addiction. Mm, and mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. in, in working with him through painkiller addiction, this this counselor kept digging. And, yeah. and he, he was not only medicating those injuries, but he was also using that as a, a self-medication for being gay and, yeah. and, and not wanting to be. And he said something that like stuck out to me is... You know, when I was on, like, when I took the painkillers, I didn't have to deal with being gay anymore, which is how I feel about depression sometimes. Like, when mm -hmm. I go back to sleep, I don't have to deal with this right now. Yep. Because it's so painful. Yep. Um, and people can't, they don't know that, they can't tell, but it's just, I want to do this other thing so that I, I don't have to feel this pain. Yep. Um, and this counselor said to him, okay, if you're going to kill yourself over people's reactions, you might as well, you don't know their reactions yet try coming out to them. If it's terrible, then go kill yourself. I don't think she was that like blunt, but like, you don't know, it, it, uh, try it. Just see what happens. What's given you're planning on killing yourself. What's the worst, what could be worse than that? What's the worst that's gonna happen? And he tried that with a general manager. And where I started crying was, um, he came out to the general manager and the general manager was like, oh, okay, got it you said you had something serious to talk to me about the general manager's like, did you kill someone? Did you like, what did you like? What, what is the serious topic you were coming here to discuss with me? And the guy was like, no, don't, like I'm gay. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he kind of made the connection like, Oh, that's the big thing that you think is a huge deal. And then I remember at the end. So he stuck his hand out to give the general manager a handshake because he was like well now i'm gay and it that it, like that's it weird i don't and, yeah i don't mm -hmm. know the rules now which is you know i exactly went through that like i i don't want you to think i'm into you or blah blah, blah. and the general manager was like no and gave him a hug and yeah and, and then there was this really funny exchange like it just don't like pat me on the ass and then ryan said don't worry, you're not my type anyway. Or something like that, that just when you brought the humor into it was the moment they could start joking about it. Um, then he knew it was okay. Like it was totally cool with him. And I, like, I don't know why, like, I, I guess I was just picturing this moment of like the thing you're dreading your entire life. The thing that is, no one can ever accept this. I am 100% sure of this. I'm going to kill myself because of this. And this guy wondered what the real problem was. Like, didn't see, like, yeah. was so accepting of it that it didn't matter to him. Mm -hmm. And then also that he was like, no, we're hugging now and, and joked about it. Like, I can't even imagine the, like, the weight that's lifted off your shoulders. And, and part of, like, what I'm going through personally, like going through a lot of depression, like I just, I, I don't know. I just want, I would love to find that moment of just like release from all these things that are like going on in my head. And, and yeah, yeah, no, ab absolutely. And, and I, I think, um, uh, there was this, this article talks about how he's not only happy that he's out and that that process went okay, but that he 
feels compelled now to give back to the community. You know, I think like what we're trying to talk about when he saw images in the media, especially around the time he was growing up, like he didn't identify with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same, you know, I've dealt with that too. Even today when I, you know, I've, one of the reasons I wanted to start this is because when I look at the podcasts that are out there and just start listening to it, I just within the first five minutes, sometimes I'm like, fuck, this is not, this is awesome. We have gay people that are making content and telling their story, but it's not me. Yeah. And, and, and I want to see more stories that are like me. And I think that that's why this story like kind of touched me. Not only did it deal with depression, which is what I'm dealing with and, you know, even more extreme of suicidal thoughts than I deal with and someone who doesn't feel like they fit the mold and someone who's worried and ashamed about coming out, you know, it's just all that shit. Well, he and you and I are all on the same page. I'll read this quote from him. He said, as long as there are people killing themselves because they are gay, there is a reason for people like me to share my story and try to help. People need to understand that we, gay people, are everywhere. We're your sons, your daughters, your teammates, your neighbors, and honestly, even some of your husbands and wives. (laughs) You just don't know it yet. It's not always being honest, but I can tell you it's much easier and more enjoyable being yourself and not living a lie. Yeah. And... I think that's that's really great and i hope that he comes on our show that would be awesome i saw an email address for him at the end of one article but it was at yahoo.com and i was like dude that's so gay football player it's that well, <laughs> oh because they play fantasy, football, fantasy on yahoo. football on yahoo it's like the only thing that keeps yahoo afloat <laughs> these days i think um are, we, are you okay moving on yeah yep. i didn't cry Good for me. Good for you. Let's move on. To, let's move on to the lighter topic of blood. Of blood. <laughs> so the reason I wanted to talk about this is because, um, you know, we, we've we've talked quite a bit about gay rights and how far we've come, and it is Pride Month, mm-hmm. and um, I don't think a lot of people realize that, at least in the United States. For many, 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 many years, you can't donate blood if you are a man who has sex with men. And there are a lot of efforts to try to change that, right? Like, the, really, the argument comes down to, I was in a fraternity. I know a lot of slutty, slutty, slutty dudes. <laughs> Unprotected sex with multiple anonymous female partners. <laughs> <laughs> Hot. yeah okay yeah uh, i need like that um and they would be allowed to donate blood but a gay man who has sex with a man once now can n- no longer give blood even if that was with a condom in a monogamous relationship it's just the policy that if you bang dudes you're done. Okay, but uh, that has changed recently. But go okay, ahead. well, no, well, uh, I do. This is where I'm the, like probably not on the like you what would technically be called the right side of the gay issue is the the reason for that is that gay men statistically have far or 
men who have sex with men are far more likely to have HIV and hepatitis B and hepatitis C. Oh, okay. those the, like the the justification is HIV and hepatitis strains are far 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 more prevalent in in the the specific category of men who have sex with men. Right. And like lesbians go to town your blood's delicious. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay, I didn't know that. I guess they don't jizz in anyone. Like that's not they don't also, also, did you know this? Did you know this? If a man has sex with a man and then he has sex with a woman, that woman's not supposed to donate blood. Oh. Even today? Even today. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So <laughs> that'll be a fun discussion topic for every lady. Hey, have you fucked a dude recently? Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering because I want to give some blood to the American Red Cross. Yep. But no, I, yep. like I get the basis for it. If we are trying to reduce the amount of, you know, blood donations that contain HIV or infected and can't, you know, at least get the background of it. Yeah. I, I'm not sure whether it's still relevant today, uh, but at least historically, gay men have had such a high likelihood or such a greater statistical likelihood of having HIV that it makes sense to me that we're a small percentage of the country, statistically large percentage risk of having HIV. So we're going to rule those out. Yeah. Well, I get the origin of it. I do too, actually. And I I think the the problem is that medicine and science and policy has reached the point where that doesn't necessarily make sense anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm talking more about like, you know, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you know, when we still were figuring out AIDS and it was, you know, new and different. So you're right. I don't know. I don't have like a current stance. And I actually, this is something I've thought a lot about, but haven't known what to do, where to go, which side to be on. So this will be interesting for you to tell me about. Well, the, um, uh, the, the stuff that I've found research wise says that first it is really damaging to the psychology of the gay community to say that you are somehow automatically tainted mm. that we're not going to look into it any further we're just going to assume you're dirty and bad and therefore mm. don't want your blood that that's really super harsh mm. the other thing is most of the medical data that we have about especially hiv but all of the all of the uh, viruses that they're concerned about uh, most of the data is in the like five to ten years old range, mm. and we have prep now. Yeah, like the incidence of new cases of HIV in the gay community, where prep has caught on and has become a way to prevent HIV, um, are way down. Yeah, uh, and and so it's uh, it's maybe premature to latch onto that and say, okay, we're good to go. Like, like let's, let's pump the blood out there. Sure. But, but, uh, data that's five to 10 years old. Yeah. And that's because the, 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 the blood, um, blood banks and the, uh, in the United States, it's the FDA is very conservative, right? Like Mm. they take the stance of if there's any chance, then no. Hmm. And, we're going to wait until there's more evidence and who knows how long that's going to take. So I know in the past, I don't know if it's still current, but I know in the past black people have had a higher 
um, infection rate of HIV compared to white people. Yeah. Do you not take donations from, from black people? Right. Because well, if you're to use, I mean, I don't think the rates, again, like in the past, were as high as gay people. But if you're looking for just statistics. It's interesting that you say that because new HIV diagnoses in 2005, again, this is really old mm. data. Men who have sex with men represented 49% of new HIV cases. African-Americans represented 49% of new HIV cases. And people engaged in high-risk heterosexual behavior accounted for 32% of new HIV cases. And the point of that data is to say, yeah, about 50% of new cases of HIV are gay people. And they are a small, tiny, tiny percent of the population. But if you want to base it just on how many cases of HIV are, are happening out there and whether that is a, a risk factor to consider African-American people, about half, gay or straight. Mm. And then a third of new HIV cases are straight people. So still a lot of new, it's, it's not what you'd expect of like, you know, they're mostly gay people. Right. It's straight people get it too right right huh that's really interesting and then add on to that modern medicine we have very fast very accurate tests for hiv Mm. hepatitis b hepatitis c you go into your doctor's office and for every month at least i or every three months i go in i get tested for hiv and it is back the next day yeah do you have hiv or not we are 99.99% sure that no, you do not because of this test that we gave you. I I went in to get tested today for my three-month yeah. uh, prep thing. Yeah. Uh, my So we're recording this on Friday uh, before Pride Weekend, and I sat down, and my doctor, who knows all the gay things, gay statistics, all that stuff, she's like, we maybe should have waited till after the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> She oh, was like, she just knows you. You gonna get <laughs> fucked raw. Like <laughs> that. She what? She didn't say that, but she was like, and she, it, it wasn't just an assumption. She said, I know, based on the, like you know, two to four weeks after Pride, we see an increase in the number of diagnosed STDs that come into our office. So like it's it's data, but it's it's funny to just have your doctor look at you and be like. I really? bet you're going to be in an orgy <laughs> in about 12 hours. So are you sure you don't want to come back in a week? That, yeah, that's just fucking hilarious, right? Uh, she knows. She knows what's up. She knows. Yeah. She knows. She's, she's real smart. Yeah, she's down. Yeah. So the policy just recently changed, right? Uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, in, in, in December of 2015, so think about how recent that is. Okay. The FDA came back and said, okay, we'll take the blood of gay men if they haven't had sex with another man in a whole year. So if you want to be a good person and donate blood, Kyle, the clock's ticking. Give it a year and then you can. So in in about 72 hours, I'll start (laughs) not having sex with people. And then then next year, we'll have an episode about your first giving blood experience. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy crazy that you like the expectation that that like that means your blood's clean so i'm just like well no just like what single person gay or straight 
hasn't had sex in a year. Like I know some fuglies for him. That's just <laughs> oh, no. how the chips fall. Oh no, <laughs> it's it's not out of intention or <laughs> good. How many people over a five on the Joey scale oh. go a whole year without banging? Why well, don't I feel bad for all those ugly people? <laughs> Don't feel bad. We can have their blood now. <laughs> you sound like Dracula. Like you sound like a weird <laughs> reverse attractiveness Dracula. Like an anti Twilight Dracula. This one year rule thing went into effect. If you can keep it in your pants for a year, you can give blood. And what's interesting to me, I think, is how specific it is from country to country. Hmm. Even though we all have access to the same science, we all have access to the same medicine, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the Western world, it's all over the place. Like Costa Rica, they don't give a fuck. Anyone can donate? Anyone can donate. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. Men who, who bang other men, gotcha. they're fine with that. Japan, it's six months. You have to stop banging for six months and then you can give blood. Great. That's still a long time. <laughs> of all fucking places, Russia mm-hmm. doesn't give a fuck. Go for it. Bang other dudes, we'll take your blood. Wow. Okay, so you're, what you're telling me right now is Russia has a more lenient stance on a gay issue than the U.S. I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Russia. When I think Russia, I think progressive, <laughs> I think rights, yep. I think equality, Yep. I think be you, everyone's down. Yep. That's, okay. And then, and then there are lots of countries like, like you would expect, like, like Turkey, Malaysia, China, you're done. If they ever find out that you've banged a dude, you cannot give blood, period, yeah. forever, no matter what. You can stop for the rest of your life, no. And then they murder you. But then, but then, on the other side of that coin, there are all of these countries that you would expect to have enlightened views about it that mm-hmm. are still like you bang a dude once and absolutely not Germany of all fucking places. Mm-hmm. Germany, who is like the epicenter of leather, leathered up, gag bald dude <laughs> orgies, and like n- nope, but you can't give blood. Is that what happens in Germany? Yeah. Oh shit! I'll get you. I'll get you a ticket for your birthday. Oh great! Is Canada on there? Yeah. What do you think? I think they're so liberal. It'd be like, give us your gay blood like we want it. A year. You have to not have sex for a year in Canada to give blood. This is blowing my... Is it that the countries that you would expect, like Russia, to be anti-gay just don't... Like, gay people don't exist in our world, so... I think think that's probably accurate, yeah. We're not... Gay people... You know, you see so many country leaders that are like, gay people don't exist here. And you're like, the places where... In the even in the U.S., where gay people are the least accepted, have the highest amount of searches for gay porn. Like, right, right. they're always the most repressed. Like, really, there's no gay people in your country. You're fooling yourself, and there are. So it's interesting. So that accidentally lends itself to more progressive rights in you know weird areas like this. Yep. So the other thing, and I'm interested in your take on this. How do you feel about this? I know a person who is gay Mm -hmm. and a slut. (laughs) There's no other nice way to put that. He 
goes to the blood donation center and lies and says, nope, I don't bang dudes. Here's my blood. What do you think about that? Does Do you know if he gets tested regularly for HIV? Yes. Yes, he does. He's otherwise super responsible. In fact, in, in, in fact, uh, he, he uses condoms more often than I think you do. So... <laughs> so sometimes so at, at all <laughs> use condoms kids it's very important unless you care about the pleasure okay so <laughs> the more you know rainbow oh, <laughs> um condoms great on paper <laughs> condoms get dates by telling men you wear them but then later forget condoms sure i'm wearing one he can't tell if it's doggy style okay <laughs> um condoms it's hot in here why wear more clothes <laughs> <laughs> my wiener's hot let him breathe okay uh so i i i can't i don't i'm i'm split one part of me says if you don't want our blood you have to deal with the 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 outcome of that if you say you don't want gay people's bloods bloods multiple bloods several of our bloods then then you don't get it if they really needed more blood if that was an issue then none of us should donate and then we should say hey you should consider changing this policy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the other side of me though like i it seemed it it seems like that's out of good nature good intentions like i want more people that need blood to have more blood and so they're getting more blood in the world and they themselves have, have taken the precautions to know that it's okay to donate yeah so but also can't they just test the blood after they get it don't they test it anyway to make sure it's negative they do test it oh, okay but, but for what that's worth they, okay they, yeah. do, they do test so, it but the thing is so then what, what like what's the what's the issue right like yeah. if you're going to test it for all of this shit anyway and you're reasonably certain that those are accurate tests then especially since there are often in many parts of the country critical blood shortages mm. like critical blood shortages and so even though the gay population is a smaller one you know even if it's small percentage wise hey one percent of lives is a, still a shit ton of lives yep absolutely absolutely yeah. uh the other thing is we're not just talking about blood these policies apply to organ donation which there are waiting oh. lists for every major organ in the body but you can't we you and i can't donate our organs when we're dead either I had no idea organs were in the same thing as blood. Like I'd heard some of this about blood and I knew I like wasn't up to date, but I didn't, I had no idea that connected to your organs. Yep. Like when, when I die, I want them to strip me for parts. Like I, that's part of like the fact that I'm so atheist. It's like, I don't, I'm not going anywhere, but it to become little dust particles. So like take all of my parts and give them to people that need it. But maybe, okay, maybe not. Nope. That sucks. UNOS policies for organ donation require the hospital receiving the organ to be notified if the donor was an MSM, a man who had sex with men, within the past five years. Oh, shit. The organs are generally used unless there's a clear positive test for a disease or that jurisdiction has a more restrictive policy. Oh, shit. So, so sometimes they get the organ, they test it, they're like, it's HIV negative, we're cool guys, do it. Other times that specific state or county or whatever has a rule that says nope doesn't matter 
he fucked a dude within, you know, four and a half years ago. So don't take it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon, like, okay, I get blood is important, but when I think organs, that even like heightens the like need of, yeah, they're, oh, geez. That's shitty. I, I have great organs. I've heard that. I've gotten lots of compliments on my large intestine. Yeah. Well, and, and, uh, uh, I've gotten many compliments on the girth of some of my organs. So <laughs> you've got a thick liver. <laughs> it just won't quit. It just won't quit. It, it, it to be fair, your liver works hard. It's true. It's true. Uh, which is why it's so fit. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's you've like, been. It's like the CrossFit for livers. Yep. Is all the drinking you do. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Ah, that blows. I'm sad now. Great. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> if you're new to Gaish, welcome. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're now sad. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, so in the UK, there's this artist who, as a protest, ha- has been writing poems in his own blood. And he's, he's soups gay, has lots of sex. Um, but do you know what all of the blood types are? Could you name them? Do you know... Do you know what um, your blood type is? No, I don't. Uh, o negative. AB negative. O positive. C. <laughs> is that your blood type? Your, yours is probably C. <laughs> That's all I, I don't know. Double A. Triple A. <laughs> Triple A. <laughs> Blood. Are any of these blood? Did, how many? <laughs> at what point did I get off the rails? <laughs> There's A, B, A, B, and O, and any of those can be positive or negative. It's oh. RH factor is what that stands for. Oh. And and um, great RH factor. Yeah, it, it's like you either have it or you don't. Like talent. I, I I bring up I don't know my blood type either, which is funny because I've had surgery. Like they better fucking know. Mm. But anyway, uh, so I like how we're just breezing right past what RH actually is because <laughs> neither of us know. I don't know that. I, is it a technical thing? Can I pretend like I know so we can skip the test? Great. Technical. Okay, great. R- Your RH. RH factor, you either have it or you don't. So like, that's why O negative. Oh, and O actually means that you don't have the A protein and you don't have the B protein. So some people have A, some people have B, some people have both, and they're A, B. Some people have neither of them, and so they're O. Mm -hmm. And then there's RH factor, which is either you have it or you don't, positive or negative. That's why AB positive is called the universal recipient. It doesn't matter what the fuck's in your blood, they can take it. And then O negative is the universal donor. They don't have anything in their blood anybody can have it because if you have blood that's transfused into your system that has any of those factors you don't have them your body will reject that blood and it'll kill you mike can i be real with you just for a second you're going to talk about how smart i am and how brilliant i am and how much shit i know about shit and how much you don't give a good goddamn. you have zero fucks to give it's not i i'm i tried really hard 
I could see you weren't listening like halfway through that because you I you started like, thinking about why I Katy can... Perry has been so bad recently. Oh God! I so that's, and I, that's funny. I I totally misdiagnosed that. I thought I saw dicks in your eyes. Like you, like that's what you were thinking about. <laughs> I just went to this place where I was like, man, is it like is her power in her hair because she got it cut? Like. You know, why did she hide those disco balls everywhere for a mediocre song? I'm sorry. And then I like, I would come back for a second and then I would drift off again into like, but I liked her earlier stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sure our audience loved that explanation. I didn't hear most of it, but great. Now we all know though, all those facts about the stuff that you spoke about with yep. your words. So that took a long time <laughs> just to get to, I want to read a poem. Oh, this the one. blood poem. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this Welsh poet wanted to write a poem about how shitty he feels about the fact that he can't give blood yeah. every stanza starts with a starts with b starts with a b and starts with o so I'll, I'll read it real quick because i i think it's really interesting it's it's entitled inkwell what's the name of the, the dude yeah this is uh it doesn't matter <laughs> um, <laughs> rj arkhipov and he, he actually has a whole series of them. It's called his Words and Blood Poetry Series. But this one, Inkwell, has the blood types in the beginning of the lines. So, a silent song still lingers on, blank pages reaching for absent words once etched upon them. A muted elegy beating on and ever on, abandoned, once verbose, once so alive. And the page, it does not turn. Blank and limp it stays, abstinent from the truth, only singing, only silent. And the lie it does not falter, bold and strong it holds, absolute and without question, older but not weary. And the words they spill forth, bleeding and congealing into abstract lines of a poem, one that hopes to break it. Is everyone depressed now? I that like if you had not told me what it was about, I would think that would be about coming out and the struggle of of, yeah. of coming out. Like it took me back to the story about the other dude whose name is also something <laughs> that I remember. Ryan. Ryan O'Callaghan. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Yeah, I totally remember that. Um, Ryan O'Callaghan. It's just like, yeah. Man, oh, Mike, like, it just reminds me that there are so many, <laughs> there are so many ways to be depressed when you're gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you thought the only reason you were sad is because you couldn't come out to people, just wait till you come out. You'll be sad for so many more reasons. You're going to not be able to donate blood because you're gay and, and fuck dudes. You're going like, oh, man. Yep. Yep. In other news, they don't want my blood. I'm just going to fuck everyone. I mean, it, it, like, anytime I go a year without fucking someone, I'm just lying. Because yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only reason. <laughs> I actually don't know what constitutes sex. Like, if they were to phrase the question as, when was the last time you had sex with a man, what would you think they meant? Oral? Oh, that's a good question. Anal? I well, both. When I think in context of nasal, 
<laughs> got nose fucking hard. Uh, My a... brain is filled with jizz now. <laughs> <laughs> I got gay on the brain because because of all the semen. No, literally gay. Literally, it's on my on brain. My brain. <laughs> it's covering my brain. Um, when I think specifically about HIV, I always think when I received a load. <laughs> Like what? Like a football? <laughs> Wait, what? Like you received it? Yeah, like, really. Yeah, it, I like it, just you went twenty touchdown. Yard, you went twenty yards downfield, yep, and you and received just that jizz. <laughs> like when it, like when it enters my mouth or butt. Like that's when I think you're most at risk for getting HIV. Like it's, I think it's not impossible, but it's really hard for the insertive partner to get HIV. So if you're fucking a dude, it's harder to get HIV than if you're taking it from a dude. It's also really, really hard to get it from oral at all. Uh, Unless you have an open sore. Don't, yeah, don't do oral when you have open sores. I'm going to give you two other tips about this. Great. I like this. This is Dr. Kyle's HIV hour. (laughs) Wait, that's bewitched, right? I dream of genie. Oh, I dream of genie. Um, so two things: don't uh, brush your teeth right before you give oral, because that breaks like your gums and it and it produces like you're more likely to get uh, cum in your your uh, gum holes. That's such a catch twenty two though, because brush your teeth if you well, want to get oral. But what you should do, <laughs> what you should do is just like gum or 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 breath mints. That's what you should do if it's you know. If it's pretty, if you like dudes calling you on the call box to get in and he's like walking up the stairs, like Brethman. Yeah. Uh, how long should you wait? I don't know. Uh, the other thing <laughs> is if you're going to swallow, swallow quickly. The longer you keep it in your mouth, it has the opportunity to get into those sore holes. Or, of course, you know, everyone loves a facial. So just you can take it on your face if you're worried about that. I think the dumbest thing you have ever said ever is if you're going to swallow. <laughs> what were we talking about? I, I don't I don't know. Gets, Basically, the whole thing is fucking stupid and fucked. Shit gets crazy. So, like, like, I think it all goes back to, like, if they test the blood, just fucking take everyone's blood and then test it. I, the, probably the big question is, what do you do with the HIV-positive blood? Like, maybe maybe they have a disposal problem. Where do you toss that shit? Oh, like you can't put it in a landfill. Kids play in that. They they uh they they put it in rural Nevada. There's AIDS Lake, <laughs> and they just dump it all in there. Have you been to AIDS Lake? It's beautiful, especially this time of year. Especially this time of year. Uh, the, what what's your what's your final? I want I want to hear a final opinion on this because I don't know what I believe anymore. I'm just all torn. My final opinion is people suck. They fucking lie all the time. Mm-hmm. Whores are everywhere. <laughs> Gay, straight, male, female. So just get better at testing the blood. Take it from anybody who's willing to give it because you've got a shortage issue. Test it. And if all of the tests pass, put that shit in somebody. All right. So should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Do you still have to be last? We're back. We're back. (laughs) Jesus.
<laughs> I'm so happy that everybody out there in Bathwater got to hear that. And... Bathwater. When whenever we come back, we're always laughing at something we said during the breaks, and now people get to hear what we were saying. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we're gonna do gayest and straightest, but before we do that, before that, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We have a Facebook group. Um, where I posted that YouTube video that I talked about, and I will keep posting any other YouTube videos that we have, and it's facebook.com slash groups slash gayish podcast. We are on Twitter. It's at gayish podcast. Yeah. Um, and we haven't mentioned this in a while because we suck at this. Um, we would love it if on iTunes you rate, review, and subscribe. When you search for gay on iTunes, we are now in the fifth row of podcasts if more people do that we show up higher in those so please please uh review us and and you know rate us that'd be awesome that being said there's a lot of shit on itunes okay so so you know what pisses me off is that the first podcast that shows up when you search for gay on itunes is it's like called like gay talk or something and it's a it's people talking about gay porn great so like the first result really like Let's give a, I just want a better representation. I know we talk about dirty, fucked up shit, but I feel like we also talk about some social issues or like issues really like the fact that the, the gay porn podcast is the first podcast we search for gay just makes me sad for all of us. Totally unrelated. When are we going to start doing porn? (laughs) (laughs) Like acting in them? No, God, no. Oh, oh, I didn't know. (laughs) I mean, reviewing them. So the point is review and subscribe. (laughs) Rate, rate, review, review and subscribe. Yep. Rescribe. Rescribe. Oh, our email address. We want to hear from you. Give us some feedback. It's it's gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And... uh, and I'm, I'm excited to, you mentioned last time, I'm excited to do the uh, Q&A episode. So it'd be, um, you know, the more questions we have, the better. So send in your questions that you are, you know, too embarrassed to send, to ask your actual gay friends, or you don't have gay friends, you want to know this thing, the crazier, the better. So send them in. Yeah. And, and, and the people who have, um, say if it's okay to say your name on the air or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can keep it anonymous or we can say your name. Yep. Cool. Uh, so, gayest and straightest. Gayest and straightest. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, so, the gayest thing about me, <laughs> I was at a housewarming party this past weekend. So gay. No, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> For a straight couple. So. Um, and we, I was chatting with this chick from Finland, I think. And she... So, we were talking for a while. She could kind of, like... She could kind of catch on to my sense of humor. And and so she and my friend stood up and they were like, oh, we're going to go outside. And I was like, I don't want to move. And the, the girl looked at me and said, suck it up, princess. <laughs> That's great. Which was the funniest thing. Like, she got my humor. We had talked briefly, but enough that she got my humor that she knew she could say that. And I don't know many people from Finland, but I think they're just direct. Don't yeah. beat around the bush. Yeah. Just like they are who they are. They're the Kesha song. Like I think one of the funniest things ever is a person for whom English is not their first language. And then they're hilarious. Mm. Like, 
they manage like, like so impressive they like, understand like that is a very specific phrase that you're so right i didn't even think about that part to be of it. funny enough that you are funny in another, another language. language oh god amazing like we're barely funny in english right <laughs> so like <laughs> i barely speak english after enough pbrs <laughs> um that wouldn't just so everyone that wouldn't work in every situation that's not always funny but she got the situation enough to know that was a hilarious joke to make so yeah. um so it's clearly gay enough that that she knew that um the straightest thing about me i went to buy shampoo recently mm, that's not straight at all well no well, no that's that's a neutral there's no gender to that or sorry there's no orientation to buying shampoo what, what there was an orientation. I went, I just wanted the biggest, cheapest shampoo thing. You know, like I imagine gays looking for like, let me look for the the Paul Mitchell brand or the yeah, like the yeah. new Who's Taylor that? Swift line of, <laughs> I don't know. Swift conditioner. I don't, yeah. Like <laughs> where's like Beyonce's pro-gay formula? I don't know. Like I want. It's 500 dollars a bottle because it has some of her placenta in it <laughs> but it'll make your hair look pretty average so, <laughs> so right but you can tell everyone that you're fancy no I, I, like i just wanted the cheapest the cheapest bottle that was the biggest so i didn't have to buy shampoo again for a while so i i felt super straight awesome yeah okay it's your turn yeah. You told me last week that uh, your straightest things are always the grossest things yeah. you did. Is your straightest thing... No. Okay. You, you're you spicing it up this week? You're changing yes. it up? Okay. Yes. So uh, the straightest thing about me this week, uh, I went home for Father's Day, and I, I recorded mm. some of it, so we might use it in some segments here uh, coming up, but it wasn't quite a whole episode kind of a situation. But uh, the straightest thing about me this week... <laughs> <laughs> was all the time I spent with my dad. Uh, we went out into the field and we set traps for gophers. And we talked about his tractor for like an hour and talked about all of the parts. And like, I I asked him questions about his Dyna cutter. Like, what the fuck is that? Exactly. Okay. Uh, like, uh, uh, it, it was just, it was just, the, I was so straight. Well, what's what's a tractor part? Like name a uh, tractor part. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, fair. All right. Um, so uh, the the gayest thing about me this week. Okay, no, no, yeah. well, no means no. All right, let's yeah, keep going. Exactly. Don't don't, <laughs> don't push it. Uh, the straightest thing about me this week. No, no gayest. gayest thing about me this week. Uh, I was uh, leaving a building on the Amazon campus. Oh my god, I've never said that. That's where I work before. Maybe. Do I need to bleep that out too? Yeah. All right. Well, so there was a bleep. Sorry. Oh wait, actually, they just today said that it was okay to mention uh, uh, that we work there, if. We make it very, very clear. My statements and opinions are my own and are not representative of what Amazon the Corporation believes. Hmm. This episode brought to you by Amazon. <laughs> Can I say that? And not... No, no. I was just kidding. Amazon did not sponsor this. Although we would love it. Hey, Amazon. Yeah. You got you got money. I hear you got some cash to <laughs> blow. Money to... Money, 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 money. To buy random uh, food stores, so... 
Yeah. Anyway. Why did, why did they buy Albertsons? Let's not go into that. Okay. So, uh, uh, but the, the gayest thing about me was I, w- I was leaving an Amazon building and I was on the elevator with this really, really cute guy. I left this out when I told other people at work about the whole story, <laughs> but he was fucking adorable and just hot. And he was wearing a like tank top and shorts and he was super blonde and like kind of bigger and he had glasses on. So he was like nerdy and a jock and dressed for summer. It so feels great. like you're remember when I went to my Katy Perry place <laughs> that like it was this was a different world that didn't involve any it yeah. felt like you just went somewhere yeah, <laughs> in yeah, your mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh in in my mind he he's the one who who knows fucked me. <laughs> um uh but I, I don't know I I I said I can't believe I talked to him because I, it was not smart or <laughs> eloquent. Yeah. I said, "Oh, you got the memo that it's summer. <laughs> oh my God, Mike, you're so dumb. <laughs> That's so dumb. Do you know how dumb you are? Yep. <laughs> you're super dumb. Yep. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, dude, I'm soaking it all up. Oh, and you got a Woody. He, he called me dude. And like the gayest thing about me was that I immediately thought, you do not know me well enough to call me dude. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> don't dude me. You don't know where I'll soak it up and where I won't. Right. Except come home with Except me. <laughs> what if this elevator stopped right here and we were on an episode of Gary's Anatomy and then we fucked? Yep. So that's it. That sounds great. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's the episode. That's gayish. That's gayish. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. And until next week. Be butch. Be fabulous. Wait. Oh. I'm Mike Johnson. (laughs) I'm Kyle Getz. And until next week. Be butch. Be fabulous. Be you. See you next week. See you next week. I I should have had either more or way less rosé. I don't know which one.